Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisternino back here with more of our preseason interviews from the man who was there on location, my hero. He's a healer and a hustler. Please welcome back Josh Bigler. Josh, how are you? I'm doing quite well, Rob. I'm excited for today. I think we're going to have some fun interviews to wade through today. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. All right. This is the third in this series of Josh Wiggler's speed dating with the 18 new Survivor contestants uh, that we have already posted episodes one where we talked with Cole and Katrina or Josh talked to and then I listened to Cole and Katrina and then in our second episode we had JP and then we also had Ryan you can hear all of that and everything that Josh is doing on the first one out series when you go to robiswebsite.com slash survivor that's the homepage for all things heroes versus healers versus hustlers all right and for today we are we are emphasizing that third and final H, Rob. We are, we're doubling down on Hustlers, not only for this podcast, but actually the next podcast as well, which is nice because the Hustlers aren't going to come into focus on first one out until a little bit later down the line. So you're getting a little bit of an early look at who these guys are and what they're all about. So which Hustlers are we talking about today, Josh? Okay, so today, first up, we are going to have following on the heels of bellhop hustler Ryan Ulrich. Have you heard from Ryan since, uh, since he put you on blast <laughs> and we put that on? blast no i think that maybe that he's punishing me that he does not communicate with me anymore got it you're off the list uh all right so following on the heels of bellhop ryan we are going for diversity advocate simone win is going to be the first one up in this podcast today followed by her fellow hustler small business owner patrick bolton Who's not small. He's actually a rather large human being Mm -hmm. Uh, in a good way. Like he's fit, muscular guy. Good guy. All right. So we're going to start with Simone. And I think that she is one of the fun characters on this season to me. And again, I that, you know, she has not been in first one out. I've only gotten to see her video and sort of read up a couple of her interviews. She strikes me as sort of like a Courtney Yates type character in this season where I feel like that she could be a lot of fun. I don't think she's going to suffer fools. And I think that she could potentially, you know, butt heads with some people along the way. Yeah, I mean, she's been in first one out, but really just taken shots so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she has also appeared in my articles on THR, where for every feature I'm having, the other castaways weigh in on that feature subject. And Simone has gained a bit of a following online, I think, for some of the things that she has been saying, which have been somewhat incendiary. Uh, So she's definitely fiery. Um, She does not hold back in her opinions. Uh, She was hilarious to talk to. And And I haven't gone back again. Like, I haven't gone and listened to these speed dating interviews. So I'm curious to see what kind of hot takes she came out with here. Uh, There may be a few hold up hay moments. We'll see. And really, in the preseason of a Survivor season, I mean, feel free. Just go ahead. Take your shots. Fire away, especially when it's not all stars, because then you always have the out afterwards of, oh, no, I was totally wrong about you. I said those things, but boy, was I wrong. Boy. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, you said the thing. Free shots. The the things were said for sure. But like, you've got the right to change your mind after you've actually gotten to know these people. These are all, you know, shots that you're taking without having met anybody. So, yeah, it's all fair game. Right. Okay. 
So, uh, Josh, anything else you want to set up about Simone before we listen to what she had to say to you back in Fiji? No, I think we should just dig into it and see where it takes us. Okay. Here is Josh's conversation with Simone. And if at any point we need to stop down, uh, we'll come back. Okay. Here is Simone. Simone, guess what? Yes. You happen to be on Rob Has a Podcast right now. Oh, my God. Rob Has a Podcast. Is this exciting? This sounds exciting. This is so exciting. I love Rob Has a Podcast. And actually, my boyfriend, Steve, I got him a Rob Has a Mug or a Rob Has a Podcast Mug. Interesting. For Christmas. That and a Survivor buff signed by one of our favorite survivors, David Wright. You like David Wright. We do. Big David Wright fan. Yes. He's so cute. He he actually, you know, he's a writer family guy. He actually looks like Stewie. He kind of does look like Stewie. And I say that with a lot of love for David. Hold up. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, first off, thanks for the shout out, Simone. I appreciate that. Uh, David Wright does not look like Stewie. Come on. This is kind of odd because uh, just in the meta, on the meta level, uh, don't you have David Wright coming to the studio to you today as we are recording this podcast? Right. David Wright and I are actually going to uh, talk about Star Trek over on uh, Post Show Recap. So I just want to let the record show that David Wright does not have a head that is shaped like a football and does not look like Stewie Griffin. I don't know if he still does, but I know he at least once had a great Twitter avatar that was him as a Family Guy uh, character. That was great. That was iconic once it was uh, while it was around. Yes. Okay. Simone, why are you on Survivor? Um, because I need the money. I'm a very good person who happens to work in nonprofit, but I also need that dollar dollar bill. Cool. Uh, who are you going to try to play like past Survivor players? Anyone from Survivor history that you would like to emulate out here? I'm going to try to play like Yule Kwan, but with like the charm of poverty. Interesting. That's an interesting blend. Very Cook Islands. Very Cook Islands. Cook Islands one even. OG. Yeah, both Cook Island first timers, but. Um, you know, I, I can't flirt like Parvati, and I can't be, like, overtly sexual, but I can pull out the smarts when I need to, and I think that I could make any logical argument seem charming, because I'm going to smile through it. Who's your least favorite survivor ever? Alicia. Alicia. Alicia from One World, the garbage person. From One World? Alicia the... Oh, garbage person? <laughs> I didn't know that that was her job. Yeah. Wait, oh, is no. she on The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's one of the one of the heapsters. Yeah. No, I don't think that's right. I, don't, I think so. I, I was uh, thrown off when she said Alicia because I thought I, my closest frame of reference is Alicia from Koran. Holden, right. Which, yeah, but she was digging. She was digging deep. She was going to One Alicia World. Alicia from this, One World, the garbage yeah. person. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I haven't even thought critique. about her. In- <laughs> Alicia, the garbage person from One World. Yeah, she's my least favorite. Okay. Wow. Deep pull. No chance she's listening to this podcast. Although maybe now, yeah, her, like this Survivor, could go viral. Survivor has ruined her life. Survivor has ruined her life. All right. Well, we don't need to go any deeper into that. Uh, how do you plan to start? Like day one, you're with your tribe. You hit the beach. What's your ideal day one? My ideal day one. Uh, I, I guess my ideal day one is I go, I lay low, and then both the cool kids come talk to me, and both the misfits and the nerdy people come talk to me, because you know what, I'm pretty cute, but also, I went to Columbia, and hopefully, you know, that doesn't make me a person that they hate, because, you know, honestly, listening to it, I kind of hate myself, but, um, hopefully they, they find a way to connect with me. Uh, are you going to spend a lot of time looking for an idol? I am, but only after, you know, semi-emotional outbreaks where I can convincingly take time alone. Okay, how are you going to pull that off? I just miss home so much. Like, I miss my mom. 
That's what is making me so emotional. The rice porridge tears are real. Yes. Okay, great. I love that. Uh, how much Survivor so, have hold you... Hold up, hey... I, I should describe that at this point, like she did like a really, really convincing, like her face just like dropped and like her entire demeanor changed. And it was like a really convincing meltdown. So I thought that that would be great if she could pull off like the fake meltdown. She might have that in her. It was a pretty good performance, I thought. Yeah. Fake da- fake meltdown is uh, pretty good. I feel like that, that you've, if you could do the fake meltdown and then sort of like wink at the camera, that's uh, that's a good move. Before this podcast, you and I were talking, you're relatively new to Survivor. I'm relatively new to Survivor. I was a convert from Claw Rowing because of Ty. Uh, but, you know, I, I've watched, obviously, the first season. I watched Cook Islands. And then I watched everything from Worlds Apart to up to date. So what is that? Uh, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. I was on 34. I watched Cook Islands and then I watched the first season. So 10 seasons. It's a good amount of Survivor. It's a decent amount of Survivor. All right. What was the best advice you received before you came out here from anybody, anyone in the world? The best advice that I got... Drink the water. Drink the water. Drink the water. Because... You know, I'm not trying to die out here, and I know that you're supposed to boil it, but you don't know when you're going to get fire. You just need to to last and not collapse from starvation. So you're not afraid of the parasites? You know, I'm afraid of the parasites, but I've got a pretty good immune system. Yeah. So. If Rudy could drink it, you know, it should be all right. I'll be okay. Uh, no, Survivor has not let anybody die so far. So far. Not mm. the American version. Not the American mm. version. What is the sneakiest thing you are willing to do out here? The sneakiest thing? Um... I can hide an idol in my underwear, but also I think that I can um, I can say to one of the other girls that one of the other girls said that she had bad eyebrows. And when a girl says that you have bad eyebrows, like it's gonna make you feel pretty oh bad about yourself. Oh my god, the evolution I'm, of eyebrow strategy I'm, is happening I'm, right now. I'm gonna try to divide as many friendships as I can see. Wow. Wow. Hashtag eyebrow game, I think is where we're going <laughs> yeah. there. What are people going to dislike about you? What are they not going to be a big fan of when it comes to Simone? The fact that I smile so much in real life gives people the wrong impression. I think I think people see me smiling and they see my optimism and they read it as gullible. But I think that, you know, being happy is a choice. Being optimistic is a choice. And... Um, you know, I'm not going to be cynical. That's just not who I am. I think cynicism, at least in this context, is kind of frivolous because, you know, you're on an adventure. Might as well be adventurous. Why are you going to win Survivor? Final question. Because these people are all playing for the first time. I've been playing Survivor for my entire life. I've got 10 brothers and sisters, and I've been making decisions for as long as I can remember. Cool. All right, well, I'm asking everyone for a hashtag at the end of these things, but I feel like eyebrow game is hashtag pretty good. Hashtag eyebrow game. Hashtag eyebrow game. All right, if Simone is your pick, hashtag eyebrow game. Oh my god, I can't wait. Rob, uh, if you're listening, like, I Oh, he's I listening. You. I love you. <laughs> you are the best. And Steve loves you too. All right, good stuff. We all love you. Hashtag not fishback. Hashtag not fishback. I was going to say Steve fishback. Definitely, you know, love is not in his vocabulary. Yes. That man's a fighter. Not that sure if he's fighter. listening. 
No, probably, probably not. not. Anyway, there's Simone Wynn. Yay. Yeah. Great job there, Josh. And so uh, the one thing I, I don't mean to take us off track, but you know, I was uh, talking with uh, texting with Antonio Mazzaro yesterday, and uh, he said that your eyebrows are a little off these days. Are you doing something different? You know, I used to be accused of having no eyebrows. This used to be a thing <laughs> where apparently, like, I just had, like, super blonde eyebrows that barely existed. And I, I always try to, like, monitor the situation, like, every couple of months. Like, how are these looking? Yeah. Do I have eyebrows? I feel like I've got eyebrows. I don't know. If this is a thing that people are saying behind my back, I'd rather you just say it to my face. Yeah, let me just bring up the text. He said, uh, what's up, homie? How's it hanging? Uh, what's like with Antonio. Wiggler's eyebrows lately? Definitely not on fleek. Hmm. Question mark. Question mark. All right, I'm gonna have some. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I think this might be a friend breakup. <laughs> Are you using the eyebrow game strategy right now? Is that what's no, happening? No. 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 Okay. Mm. So Simona, I think is going to be a lot of fun. You know, she's uh, d- talking a big game right now. I do think that Survivor is not just about sowing dissension, though, uh, that you have to be able to win, uh, win Simone, win uh, a lot of people over that, you know, she's going to be fun. I think she's going to be good TV for as far as she goes in the game. But the question is, you know, can she at some point not just, you know, create fights between people, but also, you know, make coalitions and, you know, advance her interests in the game? Another interesting fact about Simone is that this is uh, this trip to Fiji for Survivor Triple H was her first trip out of the country. Okay. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Well, this is going to be very fun. I'm looking forward to to see the world, Rob. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fake breakdowns. I'm looking forward to the eyebrow fights. I'm not so much looking forward to watching her drink the water that has not been boiled. Yeah. <laughs> like the upside is just not that good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you get thirsty. I don't know. If you know if she could she could be the one. She could be breaking the system. Like if she's totally healthy and you know that she's been drinking the water, then uh nobody's gonna nobody's gonna feel afraid to drink the water in the future. So this could be a true evolution. Yeah. The downside is certainly of not drinking the water, you know, the beast mode cowboy thing. But sort of the downside of drinking the water that is not boiled is a lifetime of parasitic infection. So <laughs> Uh, you just got to weigh things out like, OK, well, maybe I just like uh, let me just not overexert myself and then let me just wait for the water to be boiled. All right. So that's a story to uh, to potentially be watching okay. for. Uh, so very fun and uh, looking forward to uh, adding Simone to the power rankings at the end of this podcast. Before we get to talking about your conversation with Patrick, let me just take a moment and thank a sponsor. Those are our friends over at Pro Flowers because, Josh, there's so many different reasons why you want to send somebody flowers. Uh, for instance, Say that you got outed for texting your friend about another friend's bad eyebrows. Well, then maybe somebody like Antonio might decide, hey, I got to make this right. Send a great bouquet of flowers to my friend from proflowers.com. I'm going to be furious if I don't get flowers within the next week. Just putting that out there. Antonio, if you are listening, you know what to do. 
Pro Flowers look great. They're always a hit. Nicole really loved the rainbow roses that we recently got from them. They've got a great offer right now. Get 20% any of their unique summer rose bouquets or any other bouquet of $29 or more when you use our promo code REALITYTV. Reality Space TV. Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last at least seven days or more. And not all these survivors can say the same thing, Josh. Wow. Shots. Shots fired. <laughs> yes. You get the control of the delivery date. Pro Flowers gives you more bloom for your buck, not Mike Bloom. Big, beautiful flowers with more stems for your money. So get 20% off summer roses or any other bouquet of $29 or more at proflowers.com. Use the promo code REALITYTV at checkout. That's at proflowers.com. Promo code reality space TV. Don't wait to make somebody's day. Just you're sitting on you, you have that power right now to be able to brighten anybody's day in the whole world. Don't be a Grinch with sending somebody a, uh, a wonderful day from Pro Flowers. All right, Josh, let's talk about uh Lord Bolton, Patrick Bolton, Bolton. not Bruce Bolton. Yes, Lord Bolton, the Sun King. Speaking of brightening days, just to spoil where the hashtag is going. uh, Patrick Bolton, a fair skinned fellow uh, who is not really on the same page as the sun by his own admission. Uh, It was very, very hot out there in Fiji. Sun was beaten down. Very, very bright. All of us very, very hot. One of us taking it a little harder than the rest. And that would be that would be Lord Bolton, who had a who had a difficult time, who came up to my interview in my in my jungle cubicle, as I've been calling it, uh, with a with a T-shirt draped over his head, uh, constantly needing to rehydrate, just sweat dripping. This was a man who is not going to be getting along with the Fijian son very well, I'm afraid to say. Okay, so here's Patrick Bolton. No relation to Michael Bolton? Not that I was willing to ask. Uh, maybe I should have. <laughs> I probably should have digged uh, a little deeper, dug a little deeper into that. Um, he can confirm or deny that for himself one of these days. Of these but days. as far as I know, no relation to Michael, no relation to Roos, no relation to Ramsey. Okay, here is Patrick Bolton. You are currently on a, a show called Rob Has a Podcast. Have you heard of Rob Has You're a Podcast Rob? before? I'm not Rob. Wait, I'm Josh. Are you live? This is not live. No, nobody knows you're out here. That would be incredible if we had the Wi-Fi out here. That would be remarkable. No, yeah. this is very much not live. As people are listening to this, this is several, several months in the past. Your life has changed dramatically. Things are very different now. Yes. But you are on Rob Has a Podcast, which is a Survivor podcast. It's hosted by a guy who used to play Survivor, and now he has nothing else in his life except talking about Survivor. It's very tragic, actually. <laughs> Hold on. <Wow>. Hey. <laughs> Am I wrong? I just Am said I, I mean, you that David about Wright brother. is coming over. We're going to talk about yeah. Star Trek <laughs> later today, at the very least. <laughs> I hear there's a celebrity big brother coming up. You'll be busy. You'll be busy. You've got shows to talk about. I shouldn't have misrepresented that you're only the survivor guy. My mistake. My well, bad. so he has supplied me with a bunch of questions that I'm asking everybody. It's kind of survivor speed dating. What we're trying to do is trying to get a sense of who everybody is so that the people who are listening are going to have enough information about you as a survivor person to make you their winner pick or not make you their winner pick. Okay? Right. Okay, so I have a bunch of questions. We'll go through them Question all. Question me. Yeah, here we go. So why are you on Survivor, Patrick? I'm on Survivor because obviously I was one of the best candidates that had um, applied. And that being said, I'm going to win. That's it? 
Like in terms of like why you want to be here. Why I want to be here? Yeah. Thought you needed a speed answer too. <laughs> this is speed dating. Well, it is. Speed it is. Okay, answer. all right. Well, you can you can draw it out a little bit more than that if you'd like. Hold up. Yeah, you could, you didn't say that the answers uh, didn't have to be speedy. I could have been a little more uh, clear with my instructions, I suppose. Then, then again, we were like a half hour into a boiling hot interview, and this was my, what, uh, sixth interview of the day at this point? Cut me a little bit of slack. I'm trying here. I have to lie to these people. I can't tell them anything. It's a big game that I'm playing myself, and it's super hot. So cut the man a little tiny bit of slack. What, what do you have to lie to them about? I can't like tell, like if they're asking me stuff about like what's the theme or what's the this or what did that person say? I can't say anything. I got to be Stonewall over here. Okay. Stonewall Wiggler. Yeah. Well, that's very presumptuous for them to be asking you those types of questions anyway. No, I encourage it. They should told to be asking. If they can break us, you know, that's part of the game. All right. So why I'm here is because they I think they they looked at me as someone who is hardworking. I'm from the South. I'm from Alabama, a country country person, even though I'm, I really don't have the I'm not a very country person. Okay, what do you mean by that? Uh, I don't listen to Dirks Bentley uh-huh. before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning. Uh, and uh, Mark Twain is not on my top playlist. Yeah. But uh, I, I listen to country music occasionally, but it's not on my, my top list. What's on your top list? Uh, you know, I'm more of a hip-hop kind of person. Interesting. Who's it, your favorite uh, hip-hop artist? I would say my favorite hip-hop artist is uh, Drake. Okay, cool. And Justin Bieber is one of my favorite uh, artists behind. Did you get to hear Drake's new stuff before I, you came out I here? What did you think? Uh, you know, uh, it's it's good. It's not as good as his last album. Yeah. I've kind of, you know, Drake's always he's always got uh, something good to play, and this is this should not be on a Survivor <laughs> podcast right now. All right, we can get past Drake. All right, say yes to Drake though. All right, I love the Drake. The Drake is yeah, great. Yeah, well, the Morgan is now. Uh, per, it's very primed against Patrick Bolton. You try to play like previous Survivor players that you would like to try to play like. Uh, so I really, really have liked uh, Ozzy's play as far as challenges go. Yeah. And uh, but I, I don't want to play exactly like him. He gets voted off uh, every time. You know, he hasn't won. So that's not exactly who I want to play like. Uh, not the best question for me. Okay, cool. Um, do you have a least favorite Survivor? Somebody who you've watched from all of these seasons so, that you've gotten to check out. My least favorite currently uh, has been Sandra because she's won so many times, mm. and I'm tired of other people getting uh, kind of caught up in her web of lies. And she always seems to win. It blows my mind. Yeah. This last season, I'm watching, and finally, I got up to the day that she got voted off, and I'm sitting there watching in tribal council. She almost managed to keep herself in another round and it blew my mind of the just what she was able to do in you know a day's time she's she was you know amazing but you know that's why but it's aggravating that's why i dislike her okay fair enough um how do you plan to start the game so like your ideal day one you land on the beach you're with your tribe how is day one playing out if it plays out perfectly uh day one landing on the beach if everything uh goes perfectly as I watch Game Changers, uh, they had a toolkit that they were able to win. If everything goes as planned, he says, go for it. We got a toolkit waiting. It's got fishing gear. It's got paddles, you know, the kind so I can go underwater, catch some fish. It's got a spear. You know, we get some bananas. We get we get enough food for the first few days. And I get the team members I want to play with. Sounds like a win-win to me. Sounds like a good day. Um, are you going to spend a lot of time looking for idols? Um 
why not? Yeah. Hey, I've definitely got to spend time looking for idols. Uh, I could, you know, I could get myself into some trouble by, you know, saying the wrong things. So me looking for idols is uh, definitely going to be part of my gameplay. Uh, I don't want to be looking too much to worry my other teammates because that's definitely something I've seen players get voted off. Tony, in this Game Changers episode, well, he got voted off because of Sandra, but it kind of started by him looking for idols. Right. There goes Sandra again. Yeah, classic Sandra. Damn you, Sandra. Uh, How much Survivor have you seen? You and I were talking before we were on this part of the show. So I watched um, about eight seasons. Uh, Before uh, I got cast back on the show, I probably watched three or four uh, seasons, and I kind of had a break from watching Survivor. I I got the opportunity to be a uh, possible member of the next season, and I started binge-watching to catch up on my latest Survivor uh, strategies and latest Survivor kind of techniques on what, what players are doing these days because the game has evolved so much as far as Survivor goes. Uh, the gameplay has just been, you know, phenomenal as far as what what you've seen as far as people playing idols uh, and everything just works out in, you know, this mystical way. Yeah, it's for sure. Uh, the best advice you received before you came out here, what was that from anybody, anyone in your life who knew you were about to embark on this adventure? Uh, the best advice I received is, you know, go out here, you know, find, find one, one strong person that you can rely on. So get, get a base of one person, uh, and, and then you gotta become friends with everyone. And I think that's, that's something I, I need to do. I think that's kind of my strong suit. I'd say I'm usually good at making friends. Uh, so what I want to do is I just want to make friends with as many people as I can, uh, but also always knowing that these are not my friends, and I'm here to eliminate them. To destroy them. Yes, destroy uh, is a better word. The but. sneakiest thing that you are willing to do, what is like the, the most underhanded, like undercutting thing that you'd be willing to do out here on Survivor? You know, I was, I was um, watching... Uh, this last Game Changers episode and I saw JT going through someone's bag to look for idols and I was thinking you know it's it's like undercut as that can be like taking an idol from someone you know that's that's strategy if I knew someone had an idol in their bag while everybody's fishing I'd go get the idol and throw it in the deep blue sea knowing that nobody could have it you wouldn't pocket that thing for yourself I would actually pocket it (laughs) but you know then what if they knew I had it then they would cut me out you just gotta keep that on your person and hope that no one's coming after you true just keep it on yourself Uh, what are the other players going to dislike about you is there anything about you that's gonna piss somebody off maybe maybe um, me being too energetic at times that could possibly work against me I'm I'm usually like you know moving around I'm you know jumping from one place to the next and too mobile yeah I'm, I'm maybe too mobile and I may be you know too energetic. I try and tone myself down. In the past, I've been known for being, you know, too much. Yeah. Bringing too much sauce. <laughs> I think that sauce would be, you know, something that people are craving out here. It, yeah, sauce. You know, you know we're, we're, it's a different kind hungry. of sauce. Oh, a different kind of sauce. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got it wrong. Oh, I screwed up again. Uh, why should people pick you to win, Patrick? Why is it going to be you? Why are you going to be the guy at the end why of day should, 39? Why should people uh, people pick me? People should pick me. Uh, you know, I'm a... I'm a I'm a people person. Uh, I I you know, hope I don't disappoint uh, by saying that, but I think I'm going to be able to make make the friends I need to make uh, out here, and I really am going to be mindful of everything going on. 
and making sure that when it gets down to each tribal, I'm, I'm on the, the positive side. Obviously, this game is never certain, but I'm going to be trying my hardest. I'm going to be watching my back, like my grandmother always told me, and uh, I'm going to win. Nice. Good stuff. All right, so when we get to the end of these podcasts on RHAP, usually we ask the guest to produce a hashtag so that people who got to the end of the podcast can let us know that we got to the end. Uh, how, how do you like too much sauce? Hashtag too much sauce. Does that work for you? <laughs> that hashtag is probably already out there. <laughs> it is? <laughs> <laughs> too much sauce. Too much sauce. Okay, I'm going to look that up. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> that hashtag probably already has a million Yeah, and who knows tags. what's going on on there. Uh, I'd be curious to find out. I'll give it a look. Oh, no. You would find multiple things <laughs> under too much sauce. A hashtag for me? I don't know what the greatest hashtag would be. Maybe hashtag uh, red. Hashtag red? Red survivor. Hashtag red survivor. Because as you guys are listening to this, Patrick has been uh, complaining of the sunburn. And it has been real. It has happened. And I have red hair. And he has red hair. So you're going to be red all over. You're going to be the reddest survivor there ever was. I hope not. I heard Cochran was pretty red when he won. Yeah. The sunburned uh, head to foot. But maybe that was the key to his superpowers. Maybe, Maybe so. you just need the sun to like really anoint you, and then you are the okay, guy. Okay, and then I'm the guy. Yeah, so the Red Sun King, that's going to be you. Sun King. Yes, hashtag Red Sun hashtag King. Hashtag Red Sun King. Done, we or got it. just Sun King. All right, cool. I like that. Either one. All right, good stuff. All right, there you All go, right. Josh. It's Patrick there Bolton. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Bolton, the Sun King. It's real. The sun it's King. happening. I don't know if Cochran was that sunburn when he won, to be honest. Well, I will also say that I do think the prophecy of Patrick Bolton being the reddest survivor ever will come to pass, given the fact that his buff is also red. Uh, So he's got red hair, he's got red flesh from the sun, and a red buff. Uh, And I think he's got pink clothes. So this is the reddest survivor that has ever come to come to pass. All right, Josh. So Patrick Bolton, I have to say, I wasn't really feeling it that to me, I think that, you know, basically to use uh, some Westworld vernacular, uh, when you go out to survivor, you could put on the white hat, or you could put on the black hat. And it feels like that he seems like a guy that probably should be wearing the white hat, but it seems like he's going to at least try on the black hat, but he's sort of like not committed to it. I, I think he's going to get himself into trouble. Yeah, you get the sense that he's a little, I don't know, a little wishy-washy, perhaps? A little wishy-washy, like he's <clears throat> considering doing some underhanded stuff, but, you know, you have to go all in, no half measures here. So I think he's the kind of guy who could be, like, up to something, but sort of get found out relatively early in this game. That's something that we actually did talk about. So one of the things that you're hearing in First One Out, if you're listening to that, is at the top of most of these conversations, I would play uh, two truths and a lie with everybody. And I kind of wanted to get to the essence of how well these people can lie on the spot and like follow the rules of a game on the spot. Uh, and he did not do great, if I remember that correctly. And it certainly launched us into a conversation about how he knows that he's not the world's best liar. 
But this is a game where lying is at least in some way, shape or form a necessity. And he he openly acknowledged that that could be an issue for him. Um, so I think it, it will be interesting if this is somebody who is somebody that you deem as more naturally white hat. What does that look like when you are trying to go black hat uh, and inevitably uh, you end up going red hat? I think Red hat. Right. And then if these rankings are just going to be on the basis of what could they do in front of a final tribal council? I don't know. I'm not really seeing it. So, all right, I'm going to keep Simone and Patrick. I'm going to keep them back to back and I'm going to slot them in at four and five in my rankings. So they are going to be sandwiched in between JP and Katrina. So my new top six looks like call one, Ryan two, JP three, Simone four, Patrick five, and then Katrina bringing up the rear at six. Katrina said hi to you on Twitter uh, today. She did. did. She just showed me keep on shining. I like that. I like that. Watch out, Patrick Bolton. I'm shining so brightly. Beam that light through. Yes. So she got the right Rob this time. She got the right Rob. Yes. And so uh, Patrick Bolton also gave the, uh, are are you Rob? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, he even said it in uh, in this, but he he mentions it in the uh, in the in the other interview that we ended up doing. He's he's not he's not like the biggest Survivor guy, I don't think. Yeah, and that's uh, fine. Think, you know, it, it's totally fine. You know, so Simone is also new to Survivor. Some people who are you know learning on the on the job a little bit here. I think. Yeah, I'm not punitive against people who are not super fans, and just because you're a super fan doesn't mean that you're going to be great. But, you know, I want to hear just uh, a little bit more like, uh, you know, get me enrolled in your survivor adventure as we're going through this. That's where uh, I start to get excited. All right. Josh Wiggler, who is coming up in our next piece? Our tour of the Hustlers tribe continues. We are going to have back-to-back Hustlers yet again. So by the time we're through this next podcast, five of the Hustlers will be on the board here in Speed Dating. Uh, The next two on the board are Devin Pinto. My man, uh, as well as Lauren Rimmer, who I like a lot as well. Uh, so this will be this will be another good one. I think okay. they're all going to be fun. I like these. people. All right. So looking forward to all of that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Go to Rob has slash iTunes to make sure you don't miss any of the stuff we're doing here in the Survivor preseason. Plus Josh's amazing first one out series. Uh, get all that and much more for that offer of 20% off a, a amazing bouquet from Pro Flowers. Use the promo code reality TV at proflowers.com. Follow Josh Wiggler on Twitter. He's at round Howard and everything Josh is doing is up at THR.com slash survivor. Anything else, Josh? Nothing from me. All right. We'll talk to you in the next edition where we talk to two more hustlers here on Robin's Podcast. 